Welcome back to episode 96 of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your best year. That means we're like, what, four episodes away from having done 100 episodes, Nigel? How nuts is that? And you know what's even more interesting? When we did like episode 50, we were thinking about this lockdown possibility. Episode 70, we were nearly going, well, it's going to end soon. And now we're at episode 96. And depending on when you're listening to this, we're about to start a mini lockdown all over again, which is not a surprise. And do you know why it's not a surprise, Neil? Go on, tell me. Because we didn't follow the rules. Now, the rules were set up, and they weren't that complicated. What it was was, and I, as you know, I'm a big hugger and a kisser, and I love kissing at the top of your head. Always reminds me of Benny Hill. Um, but, I, but I'm a big hugger, and I'm a big kisser, and I embrace people, and I normally do a hug process on stage. But the rules weren't that complicated. I'm being really serious. The problem is, because we all did the normal, let's see how far we can push the boundaries. And everyone has pushed the boundaries an inch. The problem is when you have 59 million people pushing the boundaries an inch, that's a lot of inches. So I don't know why people are surprised. And if you think about our daily routines, and I know you do some meditation and you do a bit of yoga and you do a natural juicing and you're bloody healthy and sickly <laughs> while I'm eating my chocolate. But if the rule was you had to eat a, a bar of chocolate every morning, but then somebody ate two bars and they said, I, I don't know why I'm overweight. Or <laughs> if you're a vegetarian and say, I'll just have a little bit of meat on a Tuesday. Well, then you're not vegetarian. I don't mind whatever the rules are. It's very much like religion. You can do whatever you want. The problem is there were some very simple instructions. Don't hug and kiss people. Be in small groups. The problem was the minute someone said, you might be able to meet nine people, that meant we could meet 13. Then they said you could go up to 30. Well, I heard 300. Then they said you could go on planes. But as long as you were eating, and I have to confess uh, you can probably tell my colour compared to yours. For those who are watching the video, one looks like they're anemic and the other person looks like they've been in the sun for three years. When you were on the plane, if you were eating, you didn't you have to wear a mask. mask off. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how long it took me to eat a packet of crisps. I've got to be honest. I, I, you know, I eat quite quickly, as you know. We've been to lunch together. I eat quite a volume. And I normally can eat in, in, a whole meal in 20 minutes. This packet of crisps took me about three hours. Now, I'm not pr- <laughs> no, but I'm not proud of that. And I was sitting at the front of the plane. There was a gap in between me and my wife. And let's not go about social distancing, but there was a bit of space. Mm-hmm. But I still pushed the boundaries. And I'm curious on goal setting, on living your dreams, and you know everything we talk about having your best year, what boundaries are we pushing and then wondering why we don't get the results we want? Mm-hmm. You see, I remember the very first time I had a gym trainer. Now, you all appreciate this. So I've got a trainer coming to see me to work on my weight and health. And the first thing I said to him was, look, I've got to tell you, I don't have butter. I have skim milk. I don't drink coffee. I don't smoke and I don't drink wine. And he looked at me and went, look, Nigel, you fat git, quote, unquote. (laughs) It's not what you don't eat and don't drink that makes you fat. You must be doing something. Well, I've got to be honest, he was right. Yep. So it doesn't matter what it was, 
But you must be doing something. We must have reached out and hugged a few extra people. We must have kissed some other people. We must have had our hands, face, mouth breathing in front of other people. So I don't know why anybody's surprised. And whilst it's pissed me off, part of my language, and my my whole job, like yours, Neil, is to be in front of audiences, we have all, you and me, have contributed to this in some way. So if we want to take 100% responsibility, and I'm sure we had an episode on this, I can't remember, but I'm sure we did episode 37 or whatever it was. If we all took 100% responsibility for COVID and we all said for the next four weeks, we will follow the rules, I wonder what the results would be. It, I mean, there's a few interesting points in what you just said. Um but before I get into those, I'm, I, I had this thing pop in my head about a meme I saw on Facebook, and you know, that's one of the ones that stuck in my head. It's it's two dogs talking to each other, and it's like, why are all the humans wearing muzzles? And the other dog says, because they didn't sit and they didn't stay. Very cool. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you're right. It's, you know, sometimes there are very, very simple, dare I say it, boundaries that as human beings, we don't know how to stay inside of them. Or even, I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. So if you give me a rule, I almost want to go just outside of it to prove that it's my choice, right? And it's it's one of the things I've found interesting in some areas of my life where in some, let me, let me think how to phrase this. In some areas, there are rules. In other areas, there are suggestions. You give me a suggestion, I'm much more likely to follow it than if you give me a rule. Because if you tell me I absolutely can or cannot or must or what. Like I'm like, no, no, I can think for myself. Whereas if you give me a suggestion and a good reason, I'm much more likely to follow it. Because I go, yeah, that makes sense. And it's to my benefit or it's to the benefit of people I care about. I'm going to do that thing, right? And it's it's always that that slight kind of balance between how is something positioned to us and do we really understand the importance? And <clears throat> personally, I think there are i'm not you know I, i'm not trying to put anyone into particular groups or anything but i think there are aspects of society who've gone well i don't think this thing's going to affect me so who cares or i don't you know i don't fully believe in some of what i'm being told by the media or i think that some of the government policy on this is confusing or whatever happens to be but they've given themselves a story that says i don't actually need to follow any of this anymore because there's this story that tells me i can do my own thing well, that comes back to – so I have two friends you may know, a guy called Stephanie Plessy and Steve Simpson. They set up a concept called UGRs, which are unwritten ground rules. Yep. The ground rule in theory was no more than six people. Uh, don't don't touch your face. Don't touch your eyes. And even Kentucky Fried Chicken, they've had to stop the finger-licking bit. You know, so it's quite simple. They were the fixed ground rules. The problem is we have mentally these unwritten ground rules well, I'm sure I could see my mother. I'm sure I could do this. So the unwritten ground rule was, around here, no one will really know. Well, you know what? If the ground rules were really fixed and there was massive consequences, so when we came off the plane, it was really ironic. So we all got tested before we went to Greece. So in theory, most of the people on our plane would be tested with the last okay, yes. In theory. Then we get to Greece, and who knows what people are doing. Then we get back on their plane in our masks. I don't know if you've flown recently, but last Saturday when I came to Heathrow Airport, there must have been 5,000 people coming through the security checkpoints 
But literally, I've done all this work to avoid being with people. I've had all my tests. I've worn a mask. And there weren't 5,000 people wearing masks. And there were lots and lots of people out there. I reckon at least 20 people would have got the infection just by getting off the plane and going through security. Mm. Because then you've got to put your passport with your hand onto some metal. The next person puts their hand. No one's cleaning it. Now, I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, but the rules are the rules. And we're now suffering from it. And there are certain areas where Bolton being one, and we had Leicester as another. And I'm not negating what they've done, but the whole of society is one saying, if we just followed the rules, whatever they might be for four weeks, we'd probably deal with lots of the pain. So I wonder what rules we are breaking. So for everyone who's listening to this, we've chosen to do this by Zoom, not because of altruistic reasons, because it's just more convenient, it's easier, and we both won't kiss each other. You You know, we've done one of these over the last six months in my house, and then we were the other side of the desk, so we had some social distancing. But... All of us, I think, are naughty. And the problem is we justify our naughtiness that it's not that bad. Well, the results today, it is. I think the other thing is, you know, like you were alluding to earlier, it's like how else does this show up in our lives? You know, what, what, what rules do we give to ourselves and do we actually stick to them? Because if you don't get, if you don't get the results you're after, then your behaviors aren't aligned with the results you're trying to get. It, and it, is, it really is as simple as that. I mean, there's a there's a phrase that gets used a lot in um, recovery, you know, from addictions and stuff, that is it's the first drink that gets you drunk. And almost anyone that ever hears that for the first time goes, no, I can drink five or six before I get drunk, right? But Or I can drink 10 or whatever the number is. But if you don't have the first one, you never get to the one that actually gets you drunk, right? And it's that same thing. If you don't make an exception to a rule you never reach the point where the exceptions now create a problem or the exceptions change the outcome. And that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? It's like, and, and like I say, you know, take it away from the COVID thing for a minute and just think about life in general. What are the boundaries you give yourself and where do you compromise outside of those boundaries to your own detriment? And if you're doing that, are you even aware that you're, you're doing it? Are you making a conscious decision that says, okay, this might impact the thing I'm trying to achieve, but I'm going to enjoy it, so I'm cool with it. Or are you actually just like, well, you know, one won't hurt. And next thing you know, you're in a completely different outcome because you didn't even think it through fully in terms of what the implications of everything was. Because, you know, like you say, we've, you know, as a, as a country, as a global thing, really, people around the world have been given guidance, not all of it that clear, but given guidance anyway, and then gone, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to follow all of that. But and what, now we're seeing this second spike and everything else. But it's interesting to say it's not that clear. Do you remember the first couple of weeks when we were in proper lockdown? Oh, it was clearer then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's something that's interesting. I did a video about six months ago on LinkedIn, and it was about me walking my dog. And it's interesting that if I get up in the morning and I walk the dog, he doesn't whine, he doesn't do anything naughty in the house, whether it's one end or the other, and yeah. you go, and it's a regular habit because the pain of not walking him is damage to me, to the house, etc. And then getting into a routine where you take that dog out, we go in a field, he does his business, I pick the, the bag up and all the rest. It's not that complicated to follow a routine once you know the routine. But I think we've got confused 
on basic routines. I think, yeah, and I think it's also there has been some confusion around the way some stuff's got diluted or changed. And it's it always makes me think of the, the comedian. His name's gone out of my head at the moment. It'll probably come back in a minute. But the one that talks about going out versus going out, out kind of thing. And it's like, it, in the beginning, it was almost like, you know, stay in, but if you really need to, you can pop out. But you can pop out, but you can't go out. You can just pop out. And then it got to, well, you know, if you've been popping out, well, now you can go out, but you can't go out, out. And it's like, you know, to what level of out are we allowed to do? Well, if actually we hadn't done any of it and we just stayed in, like you say, we might be in a different place, right? And it's it's that, again, for me, like if we take it to the broader context of life, it's that what is my short-term sacrifice for my long-term gain? But here's the point. The whole nation has to follow some simple rules. I know. Go back to voting, and there'll be an election in the States very soon. All you've got to do is put an X in a box. Rules aren't that complicated. You've got a choice of four people, three people, put an X in a box, and you know there's going to be 80 people who put an X in the wrong box. And then we're surprised. Or in no box, or next to the box. Yeah, or, but yeah. I'm saying, the rules aren't that complicated. If you make the rules simple, and you say this is what it is, life works, so let's not get into politics. Let's get all of our listeners to decide what are the rules they want to play by and stick with it for three weeks. And whether it's diet, whether it's fitness, whether it's love, whether it's relationships, whatever it is, just stick to the rules for 21 days and see how your life works. And we will see you for episode 97, where Neil will have some fantastic news to share with us all. Now, you don't know that I'm watching his face and he's thinking, I don't think I have fantastic news. And I've put him on the spot because I'm going to give him about a minute to think about some fantastic news to share. And if you've liked this episode, give us a tweet, give us a little message on LinkedIn, uh, put some comments on Spotify, your local provider, give us a rating, five-star if possible. And if you've not liked it, tell us and we'll change something about it. I won't, but Neil definitely will. So we'll see you next week. Your best year, it starts right here.